Not far-fetched to say that there is more to us than what we realize and there's more to us than just us as a human race. That there could be higher entities that we are not, in fact, the top of the food chain. So, if it helps you sleep at night to think that, you know, that there's nothing beyond who we are as people and then that's fine but for me i truly do believe everything does happen for a reason and there is guides within the universe so i took time to research a little bit more on these numbers because i was curious i was like what the fuck like what the like what the actual fuck is 333 what is 222 what is 444 i've been seeing 333 a lot so according to the community of numerologists and, and from my research that i found is for 222 it usually represents that there is an imbalance in your life and that you should reassess your actions and priorities. Now, for 666, that has a similar message. So if you listen to this and you've ever seen 222 or if you've ever seen the repetitive numbers of 666, 666 apparently means to shift your perspective. And that you could be living in a negative um headspace and environment with intrusive thoughts that are preventing you from being able to see positivity and then this is a time that you should learn to shift your perspective so that's for 666 which like i said is very similar to the message of 222 is that there's an imbalance in your life and it's time to reassess your actions and priorities now 888 is also similar to this the meaning of 222. So 888 is apparently the balance of learning when to step up and step aside or step aside. So maybe there's parts of your life that you have to improve on, whether that be your relationship or your work or, you know, your studies or your friendships that you need to step up and be a better person. And then there's, but there's other parts of your life unfortunately they're on balance where you are being a little too intrusive and it's time for you to take a back seat a little bit so 888 is still different than 666 and 222 but the messages of those three repetitive number sequences are pretty similar now for 333 apparently accompanies it basically relates to the mind body and spirit as a whole for you to explore what you have to offer. Focus on your support systems, build a foundation, and trust the ride. And I think that's really, really fucking true for my life right now. With all that I'm putting on to my plate, there's most of the time, I don't have time to think about what I'm doing, like what is happening. What did I sign myself up for? I don't have time to process it. But it definitely catches up to me where I do get overwhelmed. And I'm like, am I making the right decision here? And I know we've all probably been in that position in our lives where we start to feel moments of self-doubt. If you didn't have any moments of self-doubt, I'm sorry, but 
you're not even human. <laughs> like it, you can be the most confident person in the world and the most successful, but even the most successful people have definitely had moments where they had slight moments of doubt. Now, do they stand back up just as strong? Yes, but doubt is like a normal human experience. Um, it makes us, it forces us to slow down a little to reassess sometimes for the bad, but also sometimes for the good. So I think like this is a big one for me and it makes a lot of sense. Um, now, 777 is just known to be um, a moment in your life where you're bound to receive luck. And I think that's where the whole superstition of like, oh, seven is a lucky number. Repetitive sequence of numbers. So that would be like, like I said, 111, for example, or 1111 that are shown to you to convey a divine message. When numbers appear repeatedly, this can be an, the angel sending you messages and it's up to the receiver to work out what those messages mean. So there's a couple points that I really want to make clear on this is from my understanding is yes, there is a basic Hey guys, welcome to the seventh episode of season three of Get This Cake podcast with your host, Janelle Clark. I hope you are having a fabulous start to your week or end of your week, actually, which reminds me, I do have some announcements to make. So as you guys probably have noticed, I have changed the dates of um, episode releases from Tuesdays to Thursdays. My life has just been beyond chaotic <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And yeah, so um, moving forward, I am looking to change dates of episodes to be Thursday. So don't be alarmed if you don't see an episode come out on Tuesday. So we're making some changes there. Um, and also we are coming up towards the end of season three now. So like I said, this is episode seven. And as you guys do know, there's 10 episodes per season. And I would just like to put it out there that I am looking for guests for season four. So I'm very proactive. I like to plan ahead. Um, season four will be launching end of August. And I just really like to know who's out there that l tunes in week after week, that's a creative, that might be into politics, entrepreneurship, and self-help. Um, those are the conversations we talk about on this show. And yeah, so I would just like to put that out there that I am looking for guests. So two housekeeping things. Uh, Thursdays for episode release and guests are wanted for season four. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys had a great week um, and that you took some time to listen to last week's episode with Behij. Once again, thank you for Behij for coming on to the show. I know that was an hour long episode. So this week, I really thought that it would as every week I should say it's always fair to talk about things that matter to me and one of the things that have been really on my mind I don't know if it's coincidence I had to do the research myself I really don't know what the fuck is going on but I have seen almost every day and even multiple times a day the presence of angel numbers so 
um, a lot of people may not have heard of the term angel numbers before, but we've all have realistically heard like 1111, make a wish, right? So, you know, we're very familiar with that like stereotype or like, oh, lucky number seven, seven is a lucky number. Um, But I mean, those sayings and phrases, we tend to just brush off as just being um, mythical or, you know, um, superstition, I guess. Maybe it might be a positive superstition. But the study of angel numbers is basically the study of numerology is something that like actually like there's a community that supports it and, and it exists. Now, exists in a scientific format that I don't know, but I had to do the research myself because I have seen 333 come up in multiple forms, and I've also seen 444 come up multiple times. Now, there is a big shift in my personal life that is happening, and around like spring, summer, and once again, this could just be coincidence, or maybe it's not. I do like to tend to believe things do happen for a reason. Around this time every year, I usually go through some sort of change. And on Monday nights, I'm at base with the military. Um, Throughout the week, I I work at Borrow and I'm in school for massage therapy and I'm doing this podcast. So my (laughs) life is non-existent and I haven't been busy like this in years. In fact, I don't think there has been a time in my life that I've ever been this incredibly like packed with shit to do day in and day out and there has been times where I have noticed the presence of angel numbers meaning repetitive numbers of the same sequence or a certain group of sequence of numbers repeating itself before during times that when I reflect on now, we're actually during times of change or change was about to happen. And I didn't pay any mind to it before because I was just like, I don't really know what this is. I think this is just a coincidence. Maybe I'm just on my phone a lot. And I just so happen to always see when it turns to like 222 or 333 or 444 or 555. But then this time around, I'm starting to see it more in the presence of not just like looking at my phone or like looking at a clock, but also like um, addresses. Our fr- we have a friend, uh, a friend of mine in my friend group. She lives in the West End and her address is a repetitive number. Um, I've noticed it on like I-, I did like a shopping order. My shopping order was like repetitive numbers. Um, my phone number. It's just repetitive numbers. So I've seen it like before and like not just looking at the clock. And so, yeah, I like took time this week to really go deeper into numerology other than just like 1111 make a wish. And in numerology, angel numbers are a commonality of what those numbers could represent. But everyone has a different path, a different life a different circumstance and environment that you it is really up to you to understand what it should mean based on the your like circumstance so 
And when I say that, it doesn't mean like, oh, you can just make up a meaning for it and, you know, call it a day. It's it's basically just a guideline. Now, I'm not religious by any means. I've never have been religious. And I do tend to like follow more on like spiritual guides and whatnot. But just like religion or anything that you believe in, it's always intended to be a guide rather than like a rule book, you know? And and everyone like, correct me if I'm wrong, like some people do take it more seriously than just a guideline, but it's always just to provide us guidance in the path of morals and ethics, right? So even with spirituality, it's not to be taken to be like the exact meaning of like, I have to take this like for it's like word by word, right? It is specific to you. You can use the definition as a guide, but I think that is really important to know that it is specific to whatever your circumstance may be and then up to you to do as you wish with that message. Now, the idea of like angels usually do appear in like more of like Christian-based religions. I think by calling them angel numbers just gives us dumbass humans an easier concept of understanding what it is. Now, if you're a spiritual person, angels don't really appear in spirituality, but we do believe that the universe has a message, a bigger, greater message for us. Um, And to some, that's really hard to comprehend because... You know, we've been raised as a society to believe that humans are ultimately the top of the food chain. But there's so much more to life than just us. We're only a small fraction of the whole entire universe. In fact, we're not even a fraction of what makes up our universe. We are like a speck of dust compared to everything else in the universe. So isn't it a little like... That whole concept and idea of the old saying of seven is the lucky number comes from the study of numerology, actually. So it was a spiritual person who definitely came up with that concept. Um, now, 1111, we also always know, or 1111, we know as to be um, the number or the sign of, like, it's time to make a wish, which isn't entirely false. It is actually, but it's a little bit deeper than that. And it relates to the power of manifestation. So the, when you see 1111, it isn't just like make a wish. And actually one thing that's really, really false um, about like uh, make a wish is when you hear that is like, <laughs> I th- guess this goes more for blown out candles on your birthday, but it kind of goes for 1111 too is, you ever heard somebody say like, oh, like, don't tell anyone or it won't come true. That is actually incorrect. I don't know where that came from. Because in the power of manifestation, and if you know anything about manifestation, is that you have to speak it into existence. The power of words is so impactful. If you continue to wake up every day and you say, I am going to be the best at this. Like, I am going to lose weight. I am going to reach this goal. I am going to learn how to do this new task. I am going to start waking up every day at 6 a.m. 
I am going to start making these changes in my life. If you get up and you start saying that and, and start telling people, you hold yourself accountable. You put in the work that you need to, to allow the universe to be able to provide you with that gift or that, that goal or that skill or that task. It allows you to be open to that challenge or that journey to accept that manifestation. So like I just wanted to take a quick moment because I've studied this before and I truly do believe in the power of harnessing manifestation to achieve the things that you want. Um, but I really wish I knew where the whole, um, I guess, superstition of not telling people what you wish for, um, don't do it or won't come true came from because that's it's the complete opposite. So yes, when you see 1111, technically, yes, make a wish or to a deeper extent, manifest. But manifestation doesn't just come from the universe. It also comes from you. You have to give a little to be able to take a little. Um, and some of the ones that I haven't, like I haven't really seen like 555 or 999 often, which is nor bad nor good. But these two are actually very similar in the way that 666, 888, and 222 are. So apparently 555 means that change is about to happen. So I, like I said, I've been seeing my angel numbers when change has already happened or like, like I'm in the process, like I'm already started the process of change. I don't usually see them before they happen. So 555 is a good one. It's a positive one. You, You know, it flips that switch on your mindset to allow you to know everything's gonna be okay. And then 999 means a com- it's a little bit more intensified than 555. So 999 also means change is about to happen, but on a greater scale, like a whole new life chapter, like a whole chapter is about to happen for you. But in order for you to accept it, you have to let go of the one that you're currently in. So let go, release that energy, accept the new chapter. So that's what 999 is all about. I can only talk about on this show things that I've researched, things that I've learned from others, things from my experience. And I'm not no like spiritual guru by any means. I, I'm not Buddha. I'm not like a monk. I, I did, this is not something that is I'm well like versed in. It's something that I've taken interest in in the past couple of years. In fact. I really didn't get into tapping into my spiritual side until the spring of 2019. I went through probably the most traumatic time um, of my life. And uh, I talked a little bit uh, about this. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about the Starfish podcast uh, with Tisha and Susanna. Uh, I talked about this on their show when I did an episode with them, but I went through a very, very traumatic um, breakup and it pushed me out of my, like the, the after effect of that moment in my life pushed me out of my comfort zone. And um, the only place that I found that like that was like suitable for me to move into after like I'm, uh, I left my partner um, was this house on Oxford Street in Halifax. And this house will always be so special to me. And it stripped me of everything that I knew of what was comfortable. It was a host that 
I was able to grow in. It was a house that I was able to explore in. It was not your typical live-in situation of like a, a couple like roommates all in their 20s all like hanging out. Some of the girls were older. Some of the girls were my age. Um, but the hosts, if the walls could speak in that house, they would tell some phenomenal stories. And it was the space of like very like the people that I lived with were all very natural. They're very holistic, very organic granola, if you will. <laughs> like there wasn't even a TV or a microwave in this house. Just no radiation. Um, it was odd because we all drank and smoke, but yet nothing that was like overexposure. Just totally ironic um, and hypocritical. But the people that lived there were all very t- in tune with their spirituality. And we had like tarot cards in the living room and goddess cards. And um, they were all like the girls were all very much into astrology and crystals and being able to recharge yourself. And we, the host would always get saged after guests would leave and like creating clear conscious spaces and making clear conscious decisions. And we were all coming from like different walks of life and it was always the host that the people that had always always lived before me and the others that were in the house when I moved in there were going through transitions of change and that was always so symbolic um you know one of the girls I became really close with and this was like mind you a three level home like the downstairs had a full-on basement upstairs had like uh, an office space, a living room, the kitchen, you know, the foyer, and then this uh, floor above that was uh, three bedrooms and a bathroom. The floor above that was a whole loft with like a mini kitchen and a deck and like another bedroom and another bathroom. So it was a really big house. We weren't too crammed. But um, as I was saying, one of the girls I lived with, she was also going through like a breakup and she moved to the city by herself and was starting a brand new program in university. And and um, the another girl was from Germany and, and, um, and another girl, she just started a new relationship with a guy that had kids. So she was trying to navigate that. And the girl that we rented from was the one that lived in the loft. And she, she was the eldest of the household. And it was probably her last time um, hosting or renting rooms out uh, to people. And she was at the point of her life where she was just kind of ready for retirement and wanted to isolate herself away from the downtown core. And she was really, she. I think she had like a shaman that she would go to ayahuasca ceremonies to and like that was the kind of host and i'm like young 20s are ready to party um just like chaotic energy and it calmed me and so like like i said i didn't really it wasn't really in my comfort zone it wasn't something i was accustomed to but i i learned what i i learned quite a bit from that group and it just stuck with me some of the stuff just stuck with me. So, you know, like I said, spirituality, it's not for everyone. Religion, it's not for everyone. And if you follow any sort of teachings or um, anything with some sort of, you know, belief system, 
it's always encouraged to take take what you need from that. Let it just be a guide to you. And everything that I discussed about these angel numbers are just like a basis of what that could mean. So my recommendation is if you start to see angel numbers, which is these repetitive numbers, every single time you see it, write it down. After you write it down, also write down the thoughts that are going through your mind at that time and your current environment. And just do this for however long you need to or however long you want to. And then come back and reassess the journal and just kind of see if there was a pattern or if there was something that significantly stood out. It is also believed that you will continue, that once you start to see these number sequences, is that you will continue to see them until you have fully embodied the message or discovered it on your own. And this may not even be on the conscious level. This could be on the subconscious level. Um, So once you stop seeing them, maybe you have accomplished that message that it's trying to deliver to you and you didn't even realize it. So to seek understanding of these messages isn't to go on Google and start searching them up the way I did. It really isn't. It's to really analyze your own truth and analyze the environment around you in that moment. So the best way to keep track is maybe just a journal. Um, So you don't forget. (laughs) So yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I hope this helped you bring some enlightenment and some understanding to angel numbers in your life and for you to get a better understanding of what these mean, where do they come from. Um, And they're not just going to appear on the clock or on your phone. They can appear on license plates. They can appear in addresses, phone numbers, etc. So have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll see you guys all next week on episode eight. And remember, you can have your cake and you can eat it too. It's like your magic is completely unfolding during the time that you start to see 333. So dig deeper to discover your life's higher purpose is what that is supposed to mean. Um, And then for 444, which is the one that really is, let's get into my head a little because I keep on seeing it is face things head on. You signed up for this particular challenge and you have what it takes, you will make it through.